Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live, praise the Lord. How you doing today? Are you doing good? I'm Jeremiah Smith, and I'm so glad to get to be with you today, and I hope that you're pumped up for a really, really wonderful, wonderful week. You know, we're coming into a new season, and I believe that you're coming into a new season spiritually. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that you could come into a new season spiritually? Could this be one of the best seasons you've ever had? I, I really expect that. I think that we're going to see the best season we've ever had. And this is usually the most exciting months of the year, too. You know, here in America, we celebrate different holidays this time of year. And, you know, and it's just an exciting time. But I believe it's also an exciting time for God to move. And I believe he's going to do some wonderful, wonderful things this year. Could you see him doing some wonderful things in your life this year? Could you see some unexpected things happening this year? Well, I believe if we're looking for it and we're expecting it, you know, I believe every day can be a blessing day. I believe good things can happen, but it has to do with what you're expecting today. Could you expect some good stuff? Could unusual good things happen this year? Well, it has to do with you trusting God and him doing the impossible in your life. You know, all the impossible is possible with him. He doesn't feel like it's a challenge. He doesn't look at it as being a trouble, you know, but we just got to have some faith in him to do some wonderful, wonderful things in our life. Could he do that in your life? Could he do that thing you think it couldn't happen? Well, you know, God can do it, you know, and it's just you have to trust him. Why would you even desire some things? Think about that today. You know, if you're born again, you know, God came, recreated your spirit, and he put the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You know, and he said, delight yourself in him. And if you're spending time with him all the time, you know, and he gives you desires in your heart, that's what the scripture says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he gives you desires, you know, and he puts desires and bursts things in you. So, you know, you say, well, I don't know why I want to do this. And I don't know what, what, why it's even on my heart. You know, could it be that God put some things in your heart and he's trying to get some wonderful things to come to pass in your life? You know, you say, well, that's crazy. Why? That's too big. You know, well, <laughs> he does and think small and he thinks big things about you and he wants to do some good wonderful things you know he wants you to look back and go i could only do that with god you know i i could only have this come to pass in my life with him you know and it's it's a testimony of your relationship with him it's a testimony to other people of how good he is praise the lord so he wants to do that in your life you know let him do that in your life let him do some unusual good things in your life. It could be a big ministry, could be a great business, could do some wonderful things in your in your family, some wonderful things in your finances. What could he do that would be amazing in your life? And you could be a testimony to someone else and help them in their situation and what they're coming at. Maybe it's a healing today. You know, what could he do? to make something special come out of your situation. Well, you know, he's a good God and he wants to do that for you. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, you can catch us, you know, on Wednesdays and Sundays, Sundays, you know, we're here live every Sunday at 4 PM central time. Sometimes I'm a little late, but I'm, I'm usually here right about four o'clock and uh, you can listen to our, our messages here on Sundays, uh, live on Podbeam right now. And of course, you know, you can catch us on Wednesdays and sometimes it's live. Sometimes I put up a message uh, during the week, but we always have great teaching for you. If you want the teaching, you can get it at jeremiahsmithministries.podbeam.com and you just click there, you know, and you can see the latest message and you can see it by the date on the top there. So we try to make sure we're feeding your spirit with anything we feel like the Lord's leading us. Uh, sometimes we may be doing something else, so, but we make it available for you and we try to take care of the people that are tuned into this, uh, this ministry to be a blessing to your life here 
now we're free. We, we're not charging you anything. <laughs> Amen. We are here to be a blessing for you. You know, you say, well, you wouldn't charge for ministry stuff anyway. Well, you know, we want to be a blessing to you. That's why I emphasize that. We want to do things to encourage you. God's used people to encourage me for years, and I want to be an encouragement to you and be a blessing to your life. So you can catch us uh, live at uh, on Wednesdays and sometimes on uh, or live on Sundays for sure, and Wednesdays sometimes we're not live, but you can catch those services on Wednesday there. And if you'd like to listen to the rebroadcast, you can go to Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbean, TuneIn, Off Alexi, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer, Pandora, Verbal, Amazon Music, iVox, Audio Junkie, Podchaser, Player FM, and Samsung. And, uh, you know, there's more than that. You're welcome to look there at jeremiasmithministries.podbean.com. Hit the media tab, uh, which is within the pages tab there. And uh, you can see most all the places that we're on. And I believe we're on different ones I haven't even put on there. I think there's a few more I need to put on there still, but quite a few on there. You shouldn't have to get a new app or anything to listen to our messages. You know, you can just click on your phone, listen to it while you're doing some chores, doing your homework or <laughs> whatever you're doing. Uh, and you're in the car, you know, you can get caught up with Jeremiah Smith Ministries, praise the Lord, and what the Lord's saying through us to be a blessing to your life, you know. And that's why we're here, like I say, is just to be an encouragement and a blessing to you and to help you grow spiritually. You know, everybody needs to grow, you know, and it's important for us to grow spiritually all the time. And so I hope that this, this podcast has been a blessing to you to help you grow spiritually all the time. We want to be here for you and be a blessing to you. If you'd like to give, you can go to jeremiasmithministries.pawbeam.com, hit the giving tab. Uh, you're welcome to give there if you'd like and uh, become a partner with us if you're enjoying this ministry. There's no pressure to give, though. All of our resources are free. We're always here for you. Download it, give it to someone else, and be a blessing to them and encourage their life today. Praise the Lord. So, well, we're going to get into our message. Grab your Bible, get your tablet, get your phone. <laughs> Get what you need today so that you can grow spiritually. You know, got my Bible here. You can see me in the camera. You know, we've got the we've got notes here on the computer. We got a little everything, and you know, God's wanting to do some wonderful things. Uh, we won't be continuing uh, today on the message I've been talking about uh, there concerning the prophetic ministry. And uh, we plan on taking that back up on next week. If, as the Lord leads us, I feel like we're going to be talking about something a little different today. I like to go as the Holy Spirit leads me. And, uh, you know, that's the way we want to go. <laughs> right? And uh, we want to stay with that. Uh, we, I think i got one more message on that I'd like to do if we can do that next Sunday. But uh, we're going to be talking about something a little different today because I feel led by the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're going to do that today. He's been talking to me all day about this. So we're going to talk about this a little bit today, some of the things he's put on my heart. And uh, we'll get into that. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. You are a wonderful, wonderful Father. And we just thank you for being our Father today, Father God. There's not a better Father, not a better representation of a Father. No one has better character as a Father than you, Father. You always come through. You're always faithful. And we just thank you, Father, for that today in Jesus' name. And Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit be our teacher, be our help, be our standby. Think through my mind. Guide and direct me through everything that we get into today. We, Father, we just ask that you flood us with light. Help us to see some things we've never seen today. Open our eyes of spiritual understanding. Help those listening to help not want to leave without getting what they need today by your spirit. And Father, we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And before we go, we'd like to minister to you. Thank you for taking care of our families, taking care of us, being faithful. Oh, you're faithful. 
in every way. And we just thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let me get a drink here. All right, let's get into the word. Are you ready? All right, I hope you enjoyed that message with Pastor Prince that we put out on Wednesday. What a great time we had there, and I hope Pastor Prince is doing good. They're, they sure are wonderful, wonderful people, him and his family and their church. Just good, wonderful people. If you hadn't listened to that message, I put that out on Wednesday. Uh, you can listen to it at jeremiasmithministries.pobbeam.com and check that out. We plan to have a new coffee confessions for you. You can listen to tomorrow. And uh, we try to put that out about midnight. So we'll try to put that out for you about midnight tonight so you can listen to Coffee Confessions. We put out one uh, so that you can listen to it throughout the week if you want to hear more than one. We probably have nearly something like close to 100 of them. So you can go back and listen to a different one every day if you want to. Uh, I'd love to be able to do it with you every day, but we'll put out a new one. Uh, should be at midnight tonight. And I hope that's a blessing to you. Well, we're going to be talking about some things today. Go to Luke, the 17th chapter, the sixth verse. Luke, the 17th chapter, the sixth verse. And, you know, I remember uh, I was working on a car that I had, and it had all kinds of issues. <laughs> Have you ever had issues? I don't know about you. I've had all kinds of issues. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? You know, you ever had lots of things that you're working on and things that you're like, my goodness, you know, look at this issue, and over here you find another issue, and you look over here at one issue, and you go look over here, and you find another issue. It's interesting, you know, it's, and it's, you have to look at yourself and be honest with yourself. What do I need? <laughs> you know, you know, there's been many times I'll be like, man, I feel funny. There's something wrong, you know, and the Holy Spirit on the inside of me would be like, man, you need to drink a lot of water, you know, and I'll be like, oh, water, water could help me that much. And I'll go drink a lot of water and suddenly I feel so much better, you know, but the Holy Spirit will minister to you. And guide you as to what you need. You know, he says uh, that uh, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Think about that today. You know, that's a deep, deep scripture if you think about that. But we're supposed to listen to the Holy Spirit and cooperate with the Holy Spirit. He wants to help us with any situation that we're dealing with. Have you ever laid on the couch and just let the Holy Spirit minister to you? You know, you know, just mentally lay on the couch and let him minister to you. You know, I don't mean physically you have to go lay on a couch, but let him minister to you. Because he knows what we need more than we know what we need, you know. Now, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I can talk to you about spiritual things, you know, because I have pastored and I'm a teacher of the word. And, you know, spiritually, there's certain things we need to make sure that we watch all the time, you know. Well, I was working on this car, you know, and it was having all kinds of issues in every little area. And uh, I was like, my goodness, I could, I'd fix something here and then this over here. And I'd fix, it's like, finally, I went and got this this computer thing that I could plug in under the dash and it would literally tell me exactly what's wrong with that, you know, kind of like the Holy Spirit, you know, you plug him in <laughs> and he can tell you exactly what's going on, you know, and sometimes what you think is wrong, maybe something totally different, you know, that's why we have to listen to the Holy Spirit because he knows exactly what's going on. You know, he knows everything. God knows everything. <laughs> He's everywhere at one time, right? And he's been watching you for a long time, you know, over decades and what's been going on with you, why you react the way you react, why you do what you do. You know, he knows exactly what's causing it. And it's important to listen to the Holy Spirit because he has the best advice. 
He has the, the guidance that you need, you know. Now, man can give you advice, but it's limited. But the Holy Spirit, and those are good things. It doesn't mean you don't just listen to man, you know, but you need to listen, number one, to the Holy Spirit because he knows exactly what to do and to guide and direct you. Even if you're going to find someone that's going to help you, say you go get counsel from somebody, well, you still need to listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, make sure that person's giving you good advice. If you got peace about that person, then it tells you a little bit about the person. If you don't have peace about it, then, you know, you know right away, I, don't, I probably shouldn't be listening to that person. Isn't that correct? You know, we need to listen to the peace of God by the Holy Spirit. You know, he quickens us and guides us by the Holy Spirit. And we can be guided by his peace. You know, the Bible talks about his peace is like an umpire. There's actually scripture that compares him to an umpire. And he calls it in if it's in, it's out if it's out. You know, so we got to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit and what we have peace about on the inside. We have scripture telling us about that. And it's important that we listen to the peace of the Holy Spirit. I'm amazed today how people don't know how to hear God. <laughs> you know, but we, we have scriptures clearly that tell us how to listen to the Holy Spirit. If you really want a lot of deep understanding about that, and I have a, a, a series called How to Be Led by the Spirit. And, you know, and I go into the ways of listening to the Holy Spirit. You know, he quickens us on the inside. He bears witness to us. And he all, we are also led by his peace. So there's different ways that you listen to the Holy Spirit. He speaks to us. But he doesn't speak on himself. He speaks on what the Father says. It came straight from the throne, you know. And, but he gives us information from the God the Father. You know, we're praying to God the Father. God the Father is who we pray for, pray, pray to Jesus told that in the Lord's prayer, you know, how we pray to the Father. Give us the model of prayer. And he says if, in the model prayer that we pray to the Father. We, we're to pray to the Father. Amen. Because he's our Father and he he's guides us and directs us. And Jesus speaks on behalf of the Father. He's the Word. And the Holy Spirit tells us what the Word's saying from the Father. Think about that today. You know, because we're getting information from heaven, from our Father God, and he's leading us and guiding us by the Holy Spirit. But he has good information. And he wants you to understand, you know, certain issues that you may be having and guiding and directing you and giving you good counsel on a daily basis. That's why we've got to walk with him on a daily basis to get good counsel from the Holy Spirit. You know, now you can reject that counsel and still have challenges. You know, you can miss that counsel and not get the direction that you need. But he, he's patient with us and he has mercy with us and he'll help you get back on the direction and the track that you need him to go. And he, he'll help us if we're having circumstances that we're needing guidance and direction in. Well, you know, this car, you know, I, I, I'm like working on this car and having trouble. I replace things on this car, different things, you know. Finally, I went and got this thing, plugged it in into the car and it tells me exactly what's wrong with it. You know, has a code come up? This is what's wrong. Code come up. This is what's wrong. You know, and the Holy Spirit's like that too. You know, he, he can tell you pinpoint with great accuracy what's going on and what's wrong. This code would lead, he didn't want me to get this uh, particular thing that would uh, help regulate the air. It was causing it to jump and things like that. So I went and got that part, you know, and tried to fix everything on that list. And when the Holy Spirit tells you certain things, he's trying that you're going to probably get a few things and he won't overload you, but he'll give you things that you need to work on on that list, you know, and I hope some of these things I talk about today, I hope that they help you, you know, because I believe the Holy Spirit's leading me to talk about them to help you 
with certain things, you know, that you're working on spiritually. You know, we, we all go through things spiritually. We all go through challenges. Just last year, you know, I actually lost my father. It was a very challenging time, you know, but these type of things that I'm talking about today helped me through that time. You know, grief, you know, it's a physical thing. You know, loss, that's a physical thing, you know, but we still have to take care of our spiritual, uh, take care of our spirit daily, you know. If you're in a challenge and you're under lots of stress, you know, there's certain things you have to do to make sure you're taking care of your spirit. Of course, we have physical things. That's not where I'm going to help you with today because I'm not a doctor and I'm not a psychiatrist, but I am here to help you with your spiritual life and to keep your spiritual life on track. So many people don't take care of their spirit, you know, and that's why we have Christians abandon the faith today. They don't, they don't take care of their spirit, you know. And we're supposed to take care of our spirit, you know, on a daily basis. Even people that have great faith, if they don't take care of their spirit, they're going to have challenges on a daily basis that they shouldn't have. You know, like this car, if I didn't take care of all the issues, then I'm going to have challenges I shouldn't have. Boy, that thing would run crazy. <laughs> Jump, do all kinds of crazy things. But when I worked on those certain things, it would help certain areas. And so it's important you know, that we go through a checklist all the time so that we can make sure that we're taking care of ourselves spiritually. So let's go ahead and get into this real quick. James, the 17th chapter, in the sixth verse, we're going to start there. You know, on any car, you have to take care of the oil, right? <laughs> and you got to take care of the water, don't you? It's so important. You know, if you don't take care of that oil, you can totally mess up the whole machine. You got to pull out the stick and check the oil, see if it's good, if it's bad, if it's dark, if it's not, if it's clear like it should be, you know, you have to check the oil and if there's enough in there, if there's not, not enough in there, you have to check the oil. You have to check the water. Well, I remember, uh, we were out with some family one time. I'll never forget to, we pulled into a place and they were like, boy, our air conditioning is, isn't working. We're not getting any cool air, you know? And uh, we, we got to look under the hood. I was checking. I was like, honey, I'm not a mechanic, you know, but I can check some basic things. So she's like, get under there, check it, you know. So I got in there and checked it for them. Uh, this was a family member. And I, I pulled up. I was checking the water, and the water was empty. <laughs> well, they weren't getting cool air because there was no water in the car, you know. They'd been driving it in the heat, and it evaporated or it leaked out, one or the other. But we had to put some water in it, you know. And then all of a sudden, the cool air came back on. They could kick back and get where they needed to go and weren't overheated, you know. It was hot, you know, as I remember that day, you know. Think about that, you know. Little things can affect big things if you're not taking care of little things. And it's important that we're taking care of little things in our spiritual walk, you know. You'll be like, I wish I had great faith right now. And the enemy's been working on you to make sure you didn't have no faith in a certain situation. You know, you can't react the way you wanted to in a situation because you weren't taking care of the things you needed to take care of spiritually, you know. You know, and you're going to need them all the time. You know, you you need to make sure you're meditating on it, make sure you're working at these things all the time because you don't know what you face tomorrow. And wouldn't that be just like the enemy to make sure that you're not taking care of your spirit and then throw something really challenging your pathway? And that's why we have people walk away from their faith is because they're just not preparing themselves spiritually. And it doesn't take a lot, you know, and it's not great work to get yourself where you need to be, but it takes regular maintenance. It's not hard to take care of a car. It's just regular maintenance. You know, you have to check every so often certain things and so that it ends up where it needs to be. And you always can take your trip and 
do the things you need to do, you know, get around where you need to go, but it's regular maintenance all the time. Amen. So let's look at this. Luke, the 17th chapter, the sixth verse. It says, the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamore tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you. So it doesn't take a lot of faith. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's not a lot of work, but it is regular maintenance. We have to take care of ourselves spiritually all the time, right? You know, and it's regular maintenance. You know, you can have a great, you may have preached to revival for three days, but you still got to take care of yourself spiritually. Get up the next day and you got to take care of yourself spiritually. Take care of yourself spiritually the next day. You won't be a loving person the next day if you don't take care of yourself. You might choose someone out the next day, just all carnal, <laughs> down and depressed, you know. You know, you're giving out all the time, you know, as ministers, you know, as Christian people. You may be giving out. You may be encouraging people all the time. You're giving out of your spirit all the time. So you have to replenish what you're giving out all the time. It's important that you're taking care of your spirit. And I remember when I was pastoring, this was a great challenge for me. I was learning this, you know, I'd been a youth pastor before it, but I was learning how to give out and take care of myself spiritually, you know, and this caused me some great challenges because I wasn't replenishing myself like I should have, you know, and it's important that you, you know, if you're giving out a lot, that you're replenishing what you're, you're giving out all the time, you know, if you're being encouraging to people over and over and over, and the Bible says we're supposed to be, you know, the ministry, the fivefold ministry is to edify, you know, you're supposed to be edifying, encouraging people all around you all the time. Well, that means you're going to have to make sure you're replenishing your spirit all the time and taking care of yourself spiritually all the time, changing the oil, making sure you have enough water, you know, making sure you've got the things that you need so that you can still be a blessing, you know, and not only for other people, but for yourself, right? If you're not joyous, and you don't have peace, then you probably haven't been taking care of yourself the way you need to be taking care of yourself. You know, and then, you know, life's challenges come at you all the time. That's normal. But, you know, God can give you a peace that passes all understanding. So you can have peace even when you're having challenges. You know, you can have joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, even though you're having challenges. But you have to take care of your spirit. You know, it's so important. I can't emphasize that enough. You have to take care of your spirit. Notice God doesn't take care of your spirit. Notice other people don't take care of your spiritual walk. You take care of your spiritual walk. Now, that may mean that you have to sit around some other people talking to you. Maybe you need to turn on the Bible, you know, and uh, download the app, you know, the, the audio Bible, listen to the Bible, even when you don't want to. You know, because you've got to feed your spirit. You got to do it all the time. You got to make sure you're feeding your. Now, some people take this to the stream. They're like, 24 hours, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to be feeding my spirit. No, just regularly. You need to feed yourself regularly, spiritually, or you're going to find yourself in a place that you don't want to be. You know, you need to take care of yourself spiritually on a regular basis. This is like a Romans, the 10th chapter, the 17th verse. I know you're all familiar with this scripture. Let's look at this real quick. In Romans, the 10th chapter, the 17th verse, it says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Who's the word of God? Well, that's Jesus, right? We know that Jesus is the word of God. First John, or John, the first chapter, talks about that in the first, in the first chapter. He is the word, right? He's the mouthpiece of God. 
And he speaks from what the Father tells us. And he speaks through his word and he speaks through our spirit. Number one, he speaks through the word. And he, he speaks through ministers. You know, he faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. Now, this isn't just the word by itself, right? It, you're wanting to hear from him, the Father. You know, you can't get the same things out of a dry book you can out of the Bible. You understand that, right? You need to ask the Holy Spirit to be your teacher as you read the Bible. And we ask your Holy Spirit to teach me today. Then you read the Bible. You know, let him be a part of it. He wants to be a laborer together with you. He wants to be part of your everyday life, you know. You pull out your Bible and you read it, or if you're reading it from your phone or an app, you want to ask the Holy Spirit to be your teacher, you know, and helping to enlighten your eyes of understanding. We pray those prayers in the Coffee Confessions. That he'll enlighten your eyes of understanding. You know, the book, the Bible's alive. And Brian, it's God-breathed. What does that mean? Well, the Holy Spirit's our teacher, and he, he, he makes this book come alive for you, right? The Bible says all scriptures, what is it? Inspired by God. There's inspiration or God breathed by God. It's, it's the, the word is breathed by the Holy Spirit. You know, he inspired the men to write what they write here, you know. And it's important to get his take on the word, the Holy Spirit's take on the word. Amen. Going to get me another drink here. Amen. Well, you're going to get better direction from him as you're spending time with the Holy Spirit, you know, and reading his word. Good example I got this morning, reading the word, you know, spend some time in his word, you know, spend time in prayer, you know, then I listen to the Holy Spirit throughout my day, you know, listen to what he's speaking. Well, you know, I can easily understand what he's saying because I know his character from spending time in his word. He might speak to me right away. Sometimes he might speak to me throughout the day, but I know his character and I know when he's speaking to me by the inspiration of the, or the Holy Spirit speaking to me through his word into my spirit. You know, and he does that. He'll speak to you throughout your day, talk to you a little bit more about the word, talk to you a little bit more about his purpose for you and plans for the day. But you have to listen to the Holy Spirit and let him teach you. But faith comes by hearing, right? You know, it's even good to read the word out loud. It's good to listen to the word by audio, you know, it's good to listen to minister, great men and God. How's, the Bible says, how can you hear without a preacher? You know, and even when you got saved, you know it came through another minister, you know. And it builds your faith as you're listening to these ministries and listening to the word. Praise the Lord. Romans ten seventeen. it says it like this. And the, uh, the voice, it's a version, it says, so faith proceeds from hearing as we listen to the message about God's anointed. Isn't that good? About God's anointed. Who's the anointed? Well, Jesus is anointed one. Messiah means anointed one. And he's the anointed one of God. You know, and we're hearing that message about Jesus. And faith comes the more you hear that message about Jesus. You know, if you need faith today, you need to hear more about that message about Jesus. Praise the Lord. Some of you are listening today. You're hearing it for the first time. Faith is coming because you're hearing about that message about Jesus. What's so good about that message about Jesus? Well, Jesus is the one who loves you. Jesus paid the price for him. He laid down his life for you. Nothing else could pay the price for you. Gold wouldn't do it. Silver wouldn't do it. All the money in the world wouldn't do it. You know, and some people think money is the answer to everything. No, it wouldn't buy your soul. <laughs> it wouldn't buy your spirit. It wouldn't buy your salvation. But Jesus gave his life 
so that you would be saved. Think about that today. Well, you know, faith comes by hearing that message, that anointed message about Jesus. Hearing, right? So, you know, remember the Bible talks about uh, Revelation. He says, he, ta he says, he that hear, hear, hear what the Spirit's saying. He says that to the seven churches, you know. And notice what he's saying, though. He's wanting them to hear some things, speaking some things. You know, God's always speaking and he's talking. You know, that's why you're probably here today. He's been talking to you. He's speaking, you know, and he repeats that over and over throughout the, that, those chapters in the book of Revelation, you know, about, about uh, he that, even Jesus even said this, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. What's he saying to you today? What do you need to work with today? You need to hear that message about Jesus, right? Get yourself encouraged. Get yourself at the place you need to be, you know, where you can go out. You need to fire it up. It's in your veins. And you want to go out and be someone ready to, to do something happening. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. But faith comes by hearing, you know, hearing by the word of God, right? It's amazing, you know, how you can hear one thing. It can fire you up. You know, about life. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit can do that. He can fire you up. He's been talking to me about some certain things, you know, spiritual spiritual things. And man, I'm just fired up about this subject. I just go off on my wife, you know. She's like, my goodness, middle of the night. I'm like, check this out. Check this out. This is awesome, you know. Because I'm fired up because he's speaking to me. What's he spoke to you about recently? What's he talking to you about? What are you fired up about, you know? Go back and feed on those things, you know. Go back and feed on what he's talking to you about today, you know. Feed on it, you know. He'll speak to you some more about it. He's talking to you about something. He's always talking to us about something. You need to take care of your spirit. He's talking to you about something because there's something particularly he wants you to be looking at today. There's something he's wanting to get you fired up about today. Think about that today. I remember when I first... Uh, did a message, one of the first messages I did, I was in the, uh, my dad's uh, sub shop, you know, and we converted into like a coffee house. You probably heard me tell the story. I'm not going to get into that story today. But I'll never forget the first message. I was so pumped up because he was speaking to me about, you know. I had a pretty decent crowd there that day, you know. And I'd, what I'd normally do is I'd get up there. My, my cousin would be over there doing music in, or over run the sound. I would get up there my guitar, do some music and as I remember, uh, E.J. would do some poetry, and then I would do a small little message. I'd just take a, a few scriptures and do a small little message, you know, something to kind of, you know, something to think about and something to meditate on. Well, this particular day, I was fired up. Something spoke to me, <laughs> you know, and I was like, wow, it just jumped off the pages. I was like, my goodness, you know, and I was just fired up about it. I was like, oh, my goodness. It was like my spirit was just alive about it, you know. I was on fire. And that's how it is when he speaks to you about stuff. This is a regular thing for me now. I just get excited about it. He gives me something all the time now, you know. Well, I'm doing what he's called me to do. And so I, I get fired up about these things, you know, because he's speaking to me, giving me certain messages he wants me to talk about. But this particular day, I, got, I went in there and something about a timely word, you know. And I got up there and I started ministering. I mean, I'm, I'm just fired up about this thing. And I mean, they're jumping up out of their chairs. They're getting on fire because it's a timely word, you know. It's a timely word for them. What's a timely word for you? You know, they're like, hey, man, praise God. You know, they're jumping around. <laughs> you know? But what's a timely word for you? What's he speaking to you about today? You know, God cares about your things. And what you're going through right now. What's he talking to you about right now, you know? And maybe he's been talking about a particular subject. Maybe you need to go look at that a little bit of the word. 
Maybe you should get some minister, ministers that talk a little bit about that subject to minister to you, you know, and get a little bit more about it, get fired up about it the way he's talking to you about it today, you know. Don't let it just go by, you know. Don't care about what he's saying. Write it down. Don't let don't let things just go by that he's talking to you about because he's trying to get something done on a timely manner. You know, what he's talking to you about now is for now, you know. I remember a person asking Oral Roberts, he said, what's your favorite anointing? He said, the one that I need at the time, you know. And the Holy Spirit talks to us about certain things at certain times because it's a season or it's a time in your life he's trying to get something done. might be a harvest, you know. And it's important that you're listening to what he says and value what he says. Why would he tell you something else if you don't ever write down what he talks to you about? Why would he tell you something else if you don't go and study it a little bit and get more into it and finding out what he's trying to say to you through this thing that he's talking to you about, you know? We have to take time and work on those things. So faith comes by hearing, and we said hearing by the word of God. Well, what is faith? We've talked about faith several times. It's a firm persuasion. It's a belief it's a conviction based on the word of God. Look it up in the Strong's Concordance. That's exactly what it is. Faith is a persuasion, right? And you can be so persuaded about something God's speaking to you about, but you have to take a little time with him, you know? Form that belief within you, you know, and be firmly persuaded about it, you know? And it doesn't take a lot. We said faith is a mustard seed. You're just firmly persuaded about it. You can act on it, do what God's called you to do. But, you know, you have to take care of your faith. You have to feed your faith, like I'm talking to you about. Listening to things, spending time in the scripture, building your faith, right? You know, you have to be firmly persuaded. If you don't feel that you're firmly persuaded, that's because you're not building your faith. You got to feed your faith on a regular basis to be firmly persuaded. Well, let's look at this in Matthew, this ninth chapter, the 20th verse. It says, And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood for 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. And she said within herself, If I may touch his garment, I shall be whole. Why would this woman feel like she would be made whole by touching his garment? Well, she was persuaded, wasn't she? She had been watching Jesus and what he's been doing for some time to be able to get herself in faith. You know, the Bible talks about here. Let's look at this in the 22nd verses. But Jesus turned him about and he saw her and he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Now, she dealt with this for many years, you know. And maybe you've been in a situation for many years or just a long period of time, you know. But after not anything happening for years, and she actually seen physicians trying to get the circumstance better. Maybe today you try natural things and it's not making the situation better, you know. You need to take some time and build your faith, right? She's watching Jesus lay hands on people, you know. She was, she's, she's seen multitudes getting healed of diseases. Every he, Bible talks about, and we're going to look at some scriptures here, how they were all made whole. Jesus would make whole crowds whole. Can you imagine seeing this and your faith being inspired? <laughs> Walking up and the whole crowd gets healed. Think about that today. Not just one. I mean, it's that they were all healed. Think about that today. We're going to look at those scriptures here in just a moment. 
But think about that, you know, how that was inspiring to this woman's faith. She's like, man, if I just touch his garment, I'm going to be whole. Think about that today. You know, she, she didn't even have to touch him. That's how strong her faith was. Where's your faith at today? You know, maybe you need to touch him. <laughs> maybe you need to be like Thomas. He said, I got to see his fingers, you know, because your faith is so low, you know, and you know, but it's okay, but you've got to feed your spirit. You've got to take time and build your faith, you know. Who's going to do that? Well, you have to do that. You have to spend time with him for him to help you build your faith. So spend time in his word. Faith cometh by, what do we say, hearing. Spend time listening to ministers that encourage you, you know, building your faith in the areas that you're needing to build your faith in, you know. And then you make sure that you're building yourself, hearing things you need to be hearing on a regular basis. Well, this woman, she she got her healing. Jesus healed her. But it said it had to do with her faith, right? It had to do with what her maintenance was. Think about it. Well, that's another way to put it. Is it. What maintenance was she taking care of her belief system and her convictions? What was she doing to make sure that she was staying firmly persuaded? Now, most people, that's not their issue. They are firmly persuaded. But you do have to feed your faith on a regular basis. Luke 4, let's look at this real quick in the 17th verse. It says, and there was handed to him the, the role of the book of the prophet Isaiah, and he opened and unrolled the book and founded the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me, anointed the, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to announce and release the captives and recover sight to the blind. He sent me forth as deliver those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. Are you in any of those categories there that we just listed? Notice what I said here. He said, he sent me and announced the release of captives, recovery of sight. He came to give them good news. He sent forth to deliver them the oppressed, the downtrodden, the bruised, the crushed, the broken down by calamity. Jesus came for all those reasons. He came to help people in need, didn't he? You know, whatever you're going through, whatever challenge you're going through, the good news is he's come to help you, praise the Lord. Whatever you're facing today, whatever you're going through, that's the good news. And she's seeing this good news being worked. She's seeing people get touched and healed of diseases, healed in every all manners. <laughs> Think about that today, you know. And her faith was built. He's preaching this message. He says, this, he gets up there and tells him, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yeah, what is he saying? He's saying, well, you know, as Isaiah said, there was burden removing, it's yoke destroying power upon him, you know, and he's building their faith. You know, he always taught and then he did things. He always taught and then he administered to those people and laid hands on them. So he's built, he, he, knew he had to build their faith before he prayed for them. Think about that today. You know, and you need to build your faith just like he, he would come and he would preach this message. You know, he wants to make sure that you're taking care of your faith. Matthew, the 12th chapter, the 15th verse, it says, but when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, so the great multitude followed him and he healed them all. Think about that today. This woman seeing this, that they're getting all healed. Luke 4, 440 says it like this. Now, when the sun was setting, all they had sick and diverse diseases brought them unto him. He lay hands on every one of them and healed them all. <laughs> Did he leave somebody out? 
No, not what the scripture says. He healed them all. Think about that today. You know, maybe today you're in a circumstance and you're hurt. And he said the downtrodden, the brokenhearted. Well, you know, he heals us all. Amen. You know, and think about, you know, your faith being built, even as I'm talking about this today, you know, like, wow, he heals them all. He, you, in my case, I didn't know if he'd do that. You know, yeah, he'll do that. He'll heal you all. Luke six seventeen says it like this. He came down with him and in the plain, the company of his disciples, the great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea of Tyre and Sidon and came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Why would they come down there to be healed of their diseases? Well, they'd heard about Jesus. Their faith had been made strong. And they come and they come to be healed of all their diseases. Do you think they got healed? Well, you know, God, he, Jesus, if he in any way laying hands on, he wanted to heal them all. We see that in different circumstances where he did that in Luke 6, 19, just a couple of verses down. It says, and the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue out of him. And he healed how many, just one of them. No, he healed them all. Amen is what the scripture says. And he's not trying to not heal one person or do it for one person and not another. No, he, he still does it today. And he's still healing all today. Amen. You know, there's only one group of people that we know of in Scripture that didn't get healed. And it was the ones in his own hometown. <laughs> they got so used to him and they didn't see him as the healer, you know. You know, and you have to be careful as a Christian, you know, walking with him every day that you get so used to him that you forget he's still the healer. He's still the one that heals them all. He's still the one who helps you with your broken heart. and He's still the one that fixes circumstances. He's still the God of the breakthroughs. <laughs> he still wants every day to be a blessing day. He still wants your life to be wonderful. He said, I came to give you life and it more abundantly. One version says better than you ever dreamed of. Think about that, you know, you know, and he came for you to have a better life than what you've ever dreamed of. You say, well, how is that possible, Jeremiah? You know, I've been watching so and such or such and such, you know. We don't go by such and such. We go by the scripture, right? We don't go by what someone says. You know, if we did that, we'd be all messed up. <laughs> we go by the scripture, right? And he said, I came to give you a life better than you ever dreamed of. He wants you to have a good life. He wants you to have a great life. I didn't say you wouldn't have challenges, but the challenges mean nothing when you're walking with Jesus, amen. You know, the challenge is nothing. I get to serve Jesus. I get to help people. I get to be a blessing to people. You forget about the challenges when you're enjoying life with God, amen. How come you're not enjoying life? Well, are you f taking care of your faith? Amen. We have to check those things, the oil, check of the water, you know, to make sure that we're enjoying life like we should. Why, why is your joy low? Why is your peace low? Well, you're checking what's causing that. Well, we're going to talk more about that. We're getting into that. Matthew, the fourth, fourth chapter, the fourth verse, it says it like this. But he answered and said, it is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. How do we keep our spirits alive? Well, we're, we're searching for those words of life. Amen. That come from only his word. These are words of life through his word and his word speaks to us, you know, let his word speak to you, feed your spirit 
and feed your faith. And John 6, 63 says it like this, and the spirit that quickeneth and flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They're spiritual and they're to speak to your spirit and to give you life. Even when I'm talking to you, I have a sense that there's people getting their spiritual food right now. You're getting encouraged. He's feeding your spirit. You know, he'll quicken your spirit with his word. <laughs> you'll get thrilled again with his word. It doesn't take a lot, but he'll quicken your spirit with his word and encourage you, you know, right there where you're at. His words are life to those who find them. Amen. And they're encouraging to you so that you're thrilled about life. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot of word, but we all have to have his spiritual food. Isn't that what it was like in the, uh, the Israelites when they were being fed every day? Getting bread or getting manna from heaven? <laughs> they're like, what is this? Well, they're getting provided for daily. And God likes to provide his word for us daily. Amen. He wants to provide for us daily. Let's look at Luke, the 20th chapter. We know that we got to feed our faith and we got to feed it daily. I say, I don't want to do that. No, dear Lord. You know, I didn't say 50 hours, but I said that you need to take a little time with him daily, feeding your spirit, you know, and taking care of your spirit and building your faith. You know, this is why people abandon their faith. They don't take care of their faith. You know, they had to keep themselves keep themselves refreshed in his word, saturated in his word. Remember Joshua, he said, meditate day and night in my word. His thoughts when he got up were important to be focused on his word, and his thoughts when he went to bed were important to be listening to his word. You know, you can have all kinds of freaky stuff happen when you're sleeping if you're not careful, some weird, fearful dream. But if you're meditating on the word, God's word will help you to dream better, have spiritual dreams, amen, encouraging things. You know, you're getting up in the morning, starting your day with his word. You know, you're going to have a much better day than just getting up, taking off with your hair messed up. <laughs> you know, I was listening to my wife. She was talking about just uh, today, talking about a, uh, a well-known personality. Uh, if I mention his name, you remember it. But he, he said it was important to him to get up at 2.30 in the morning and start the day with the word and start the day working out. You know, that's early, you know. So he started, now he's getting a little bit older, he's doing 3.30. But, you know, he... It was, it's important to him to start his day off right, you know, and you set the course for your day, how you start your day, you know, feeding your faith on a regular basis. You know, you say, well, man, this was a horrible day. Well, how'd you start it? Man, that was a tough night. How'd you end it? You know, what do you, what are you feeding yourself on a regular basis? God doesn't make us do anything, but we have to take care of our spirits on a daily basis. Well, here's another area we need to take care of ourselves on the Jude, the 20th chapter or Jude 20 says it like this 20th chapter Jude. No, the 20th verse of Jude says, but ye be beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy ghost. Now I think I just lost probably five, six listeners right there. When I said praying in the Holy ghost, <laughs> right? You know, you're supposed to pray in the spirit all the time. Well, this is one of the reasons why you pray in the spirit. There's many reasons to pray in the spirit. And I have uh, messages called uh, why tongues, which that title is actually taken for brother Hagen's book, why tongues. And I give you many reasons why you should pray in the spirit. You know, there's a, there's natural prayers and there's spiritual prayers, but this is one of the benefits of praying in the spirit. 
This is, but beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith. It builds, it stimulates your faith. It causes your faith to rise. Think about that today. Uh, one version, I was trying to find that version for, uh, for you. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what version it is. It says building up your, he says charging yourself up like a battery, from what I'm told. I was trying to find that version. I couldn't find it for you. But there's supposed to be a version that says it's charging yourself up like a battery. Isn't that good? Charging yourself up like a battery. Well, a battery gets low, you know. And, you know, you're, you're, you're supposed to be refilled with his presence all the time. It causes your faith to rise. And it's important that you're spending time praying in the Holy Spirit before you start your day. It's a good way to end your day. And it keeps your faith soaring the way it needs to be soaring on a daily basis. Now, there's some re Christian religions that believe that you get everything as soon as you get saved and you don't need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's not true. You need the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking tongues. And this is one of those reasons why, you know, you get saved and then you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And it benefits you in so many ways. This is one of those ways that it benefits you is by building yourself up in your most holy faith. Now, I go over lots of scriptures on that particular subject there and why tongues. You're welcome to listen to that free over at um, jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com and just look up why tongues and it'll help you there. But there's many messages on it. But you need to make sure that you're baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues and that you're, you're building your most holy faith up regularly, right? Keeping your faith up. It's important to keep your faith up. <laughs> Why? Well, because you'll be soaring on a daily basis. If you're making sure that you're full of his word and you're, you're building yourself up in his presence every day, it keeps your faith soaring to the level it needs to be. You know, this water here I have right here from this bottle of water. Uh, when it's full, man, I get lots of refreshing times. <laughs> when it's half full, I'm kind of sad because I'm going to probably have to go get another bottle of water, you know. But, you know, when you, when it's full, it's at its capacity. It's its, it's its greatest, it's at its best potential, really. You know, if I had a cup here, you know, and we emptied it out, you know, then it's, after a while, it's no benefit to me. There's, it's empty, you know. But when this is full, you know, and full of water, then it's, it's at its best potential to be a blessing to me. I can get water when I need it. And I'm, I'm good off. I'm better off, and I'm able to get refreshed. Well, you know, your spirit's like that. You have to make sure you keep your pre the presence of God f full in your life on a daily basis. And that's, uh, it's important that you're praying and get refillings of his presence on a daily basis, you know, you know, I, I drink coffee all the time, you know, and I like to drink it pretty regularly. You know, you fill it up, you know, <laughs> full of coffee, but after some drinks, it gets low. Well, you know, life pulls from your spirit, you know, because you're helping other people and you're being a blessing to other people all the time. It's pulling from you and pulling that anointing out of you in different ways. And you're trying to encourage other people, you know, well, you got to make sure you're replenishing your spirit with his presence all the time praying to the Holy Spirit. I told the story recently. I was reading about uh, Brother Hagen, how he, he even during a football game, he'd be praying in tongues, you know. Under his breath, he'd look over and he'd be praying to the Holy Spirit, you know, even during a football game, you know, replenishing his spirit, keeping his faith soaring where it needed to be so that he could do the things that God had in his heart. You have to fill up with the presence over and over. You got to do it daily, you know. 
keeping yourself full. How do you know when you're full? Well, when you have peace and you feel like you're done. <laughs> Amen. It's, it's amazing. You pray and then all of a sudden you just, you've got a strong peace and you feel like, hey, I don't need to pray anymore. It's hard to explain, but you also know that feeling when you're dry because you're acting carnal. You're doing things you wish you didn't do. Paul talked about, I do things I wish I didn't do, you know, but it's because you got to make sure that you're keeping full of his presence, you know, keeping your faith up where it needs to be. You know, if your faith's up, you're going to be thinking about walking in love a whole lot stronger, right? You know, you, if your faith's up, you're going to be reaching for your dreams a whole lot better, you know, but you got to keep your faith up where it needs to be building yourself up in your most holy faith. Well, let's look at the, the uh, 1599 Geneva Bible. I'm sure you've all heard that and have it in your pocket. The 20th verse says it like this, but ye beloved edifying yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Notice that same scripture is telling you that it even edifies you. It encourages you to build yourself up, praying in the Holy Spirit. Let's look at the amplified version of this. And this is one of my favorite scriptures in the Amplified, it says, but you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith, make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. Think about that. Now, it's not saying natural prayer, now, is it? No, because there's natural prayers and there's spiritual prayers, right? You can pray in the natural, but you can also pray in the Spirit. And he's saying that you can pray to a place where you're rising like an edifice, getting higher and higher in his presence, spending time in his presence, you know, lifting your faith. Why do people have such strong faith? Some of these ministers and do great things. It's because they take care of being pray, praying in the Holy Spirit and they got their faith way up there to do the things that they need to do, right? You know, I, I make cereal for my son, you know, and I put the cereal in there. <laughs> And then I pour the milk in there and it makes the cereal go up, you know. Your faith is like that, you know. You you pour that water in there, that refreshing presence of God, and it just causes your faith to rise like those uh, those fruit loops I make for my son, you know. <laughs> it causes your faith to come up and rise like an edifice. Now, we're joking about this, but there's a lot of people that really need this. There's a lot of people that really need to spend some time in his presence. He says, draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto you. Right? So you have to do the drawing. You know, he'll come to you, but you've got to do the drawing. And we have to take the time to draw nigh to him and his presence. You'll find yourself in a place where you're ready for, to take on life again and be encouraged, but it's regular maintenance. You know, making sure that you get the oil that you need, the water that you need, like you would for a car. But it's regular maintenance on a daily basis. And, you know, we can forget about these things. We're going through life and we're so busy today. People are busy doing this and doing that, and the enemy's really got us where we're going here, going there, going here, going there. Excuse me. But if you don't take care of these two things, you can find yourselves spiritually bankrupt. <laughs> and you don't want to be spiritually bankrupt. You want to take care of your spirit so that you can rise and do the thing that God's called you to do and fulfill the purpose that he has for your life. You have to take care of yourself and not be spiritually bankrupt. I see, I've heard... Over the last few years, so many people that have lost the faith and got off where they needed to be, and it's because of these two things right here are the two of the major issues. They don't take care of their spiritual life like they should take care of their spiritual life. You have to take care of your spirit. 
And you have to be responsible to be the person that watches over your spiritual life so that you can get where you, from A to B and to fulfill the purpose God has for you. You know, because you're going to deal with challenges. You're going to deal with all kinds of things that come at you. But if you're taking care of your spirit, you're ready for anything. <laughs> Amen. And you're ready for whatever comes at you. And you're still looking for every day to be a blessing day. You're still looking for God to do something wonderful for the rest of this year. You're still looking at life like, hey, I want to do something great to be a blessing to people and encourage them. But if you've lost that aspect, you know, in the scripture talking about how dark is that light that's in your eye? Remember that scripture talks about that? And you have to look and say, well, how much light do I have? Have I taken care of my spirit? Do I still look at life the way I should? Or how dark does it seem to you? Well, it's because you just need to take care of your your spiritual walk and make sure that you're taking care of the things that you need to take care of with your spirit. Amen. You want to have a good aspect on life and a good look on life and keeping your joy up. That has to do with spending time in his presence and keeping your peace because you're spending time in his presence. So many things are within what I'm talking about here. And I know that God's speaking to you about those specific things, but if you're, you're not happy, well, you probably haven't done one of these two things. If you're not joyous, you probably haven't done one of these two things. You have to take care of your spirit. And I, I'm a person speaking from a lot of experience. I mean, I've done a lot of ministry and I've been down, I've been up, I've been down, I've been up and, and being up's a whole lot better <laughs> taking care of your spiritual walk on a daily basis. You know, I may go through a day where I've, I've been attacked all day, but I can still end that day wonderful. You can still make changes within that day. If you're willing to take care of these two areas, even if you have to take care of it in the middle of the day, make sure that you're watching the water and the oil, you know, you don't want your vehicle to go out. You know, you want to take care of the maintenance and you don't want your spiritual life to go out because you're not taking care of the maintenance. Amen. It's important. Maybe today you don't know Jesus today. You know, you need to take care of your spiritual walk right now. You know, maybe you want to know him and you want to have a good relationship with him today. Well, we're going to pray for you. Let's pray for these people first. Uh, that are working on their spiritual walk. Father, we just thank you, Father, for this day. We thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. And Father, we ask that you help us, Father, as we're trying to walk this walk for you and do the things that you called us to do, Father. Help us to make sure we're doing regular maintenance and taking care of our spirit on a daily basis, we pray. Help us to be encouraged to do it. Help us be refreshed. Father, help us be the best week some people have ever had, Father, because they're learning to do this on a regular basis. And we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to see those things that we need to work on. And help us to be our counselor and our teacher in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you don't know Jesus, pray this prayer with me. And you can know Jesus today. And you just want to work on prayer out of Romans, the 10th chapter, the 9th and 10th verse. Just repeat this after me. Believe it with all your heart. And I believe God will come and touch you right there where you're at today. Father, I believe that you've risen Jesus from the dead. And Father, I confess Jesus as Lord of my life right now. Jesus, come be Lord of my life right now. And I'm not playing any games. I want to know you, Jesus. Be Lord of my life right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer, I believe you just got saved and you're welcome to the family of God. I'm so glad that you're in the family. Amen. Glory to God. And I'd love to hear from you. Email me at jeremiasministries at yahoo.com. Or put it in the comments there on Podbeam if you're on Podbeam. We enjoy our time with you. You're such a blessing. I, I could go on for hours and hours because <laughs> I just love to teach. 
but we're going to leave it at this. But we love you. Let me know so I can correspond with you. Look forward to spending some time with you. Hopefully we'll be here Wednesday for you. God bless you. I hope it's you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you. Look for that call faith confessions too. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiahsmithministries.podbean.com. Thank you for listening.